Yo, what up everybody? It's Danny Neth with Gardening for Gains and welcome back to another podcast. Uh, <laughs> as you can hear, I'm about to go to work. Um, so I thought I'd just get a about to go to work, so I thought I'd just get a quick podcast in here this morning. It is Wednesday, May 15th, um, and today is actually the day that um, is supposed to be our last frost date here in uh, Piqua, Ohio. So this is the date that I've had circled on my calendar for since the end of the last garden season. Um, So I've been really looking forward to it, and it's been really, really tough to not um, to not plant stuff out, you know, already because we've had, you know, we haven't seen a freeze, I think in like at least over a month. Like I, you know, just going off of that, I mean, we could have planted them out in like April, but at the same time you're taking a huge risk. Um, and when the temperatures drop below like 50 degrees, like there's just too much of a differential in the temperatures for, uh, for me to be able to justify putting them outdoors. So, um, but either way, you know, they've, you know, they've grown to really healthy plants. Uh, as soon as we plug them in the ground, they're going to be ready to go, you know, not have any transplant shock, um, you know, and all that. And in the last couple days, it's been, you know, getting in like right now it's like 40 degrees. So, uh, the low for tonight, I think is around like 55 or 60. So, you know, that's what you really want to look for. If you're looking to transplant out your tomatoes, your peppers, those sorts of things, um, now you're safe to do so, do so. Um, you know, I might even wait a little bit on the peppers, um, just cause I've got them coming in a couple waves. So like the first wave is like jalapenos and bell peppers, and those are going to be, those are ready to go. Those are in cow pots. Um, and basically just, <clears throat> just waiting for the weather to break and, and tra- transplant up. Um, but peppers do like a little bit more heat. So that's my only hesitation putting them out right now. So, um, you know, so peppers, you can still, you can still give them some time if they need to grow, grow into their, uh, you know, plug trays or whatever, a little bit more. Uh, and if you looked at, if you saw my Instagram post this morning, uh, that, you know, those are my, my pepper seedlings that I started really late. Like I actually started those on May 3rd, I think it was. Um, and they're already doing pretty, you know, pretty solid with those, uh, those little grow plugs that I used. So, you know, so I'm, <clears throat> Excuse me. So, so I've got a lot going on, and uh, really, all those those younger, newer peppers are all hot peppers. So we've got a mix of like habanero, ghost peppers, uh, banana peppers, which aren't hot. But and then we got cayenne, um, and I just loaded up on those things just because I'm like, I think that we can fit them in the garden. They're gonna fit in somewhere, and uh, you know, I, I want to like this is the year that I really wanted to start preserving and like doing doing those sorts of things. So. Like I'll probably be either drying the peppers and making like seasonings out of them, um, you know, throwing in like all the herbs and other stuff that we're growing into that seasoning mix. Or what I'll do is I'll maybe take a stab at uh, at doing some hot sauce this year. So that's something I've never done, um, but something I love. You know, I love hot sauce. I put it on pretty much anything I eat. So uh, so yeah, it would I don't think it'd be too bad to maybe make a like a nice little mix of all those little fire mix. And then, uh, maybe do like some separate ones for like some ghost peppers, uh, the habanero, like a habanero sauce, a ghost pepper sauce and kind of separate them out that way. Um, but it just depends on how, you know, how much we end up harvesting and what kind of yields we end up getting. But, uh, 
but yeah, so I'm really excited for that. Uh, and that's really how I use the peppers. You know, we, we'll throw them in like stir fries. Uh, I'll put them on like sandwiches. You know, pretty much anything I can incorporate peppers into, I'm, I'm basically going to do that. You know, I, heat is the one, you know, one kind of like flavor that I really love. So, um, so yeah, so we're doing that. And then uh, as far as tomatoes, it's kind of funny because I don't even really like tomatoes. You know, I don't put them on like my hamburger. I don't put them on a sandwich. I don't like them plain. I don't eat cherry tomatoes. And really the only way I like them is like I love them in salsa and pico and when it's with something else, you know, kind of part of the whole mix. Um, and Kylo makes some awesome pico. So, um, so yeah, so right now that's kind of what we're doing. And as far as the crop box and what we're harvesting this week, we've got a ton of lettuce, a bunch of spinach, kale coming along. And, uh, I, and I was like talking to somebody the other day and trying to figure out like where we were at as far as the harvest go. And, um, just like, you know, like on one hand, I, I almost feel like no matter what, you're always going to set your expectations so much higher than what you can actually achieve. But it's kind of like frustrating to me because I want, I just want to give people like this full offering, like just right up front. And you know, a lot of it comes down to planning, but a lot of it just comes down to you're at the mercy of mother nature and you know, how plants, you know, evolve and grow on their own is, is a little bit of the process, you know? So it's like, um, and beyond that, you know, I've just got to put it in perspective a little bit because last year we didn't do a crop box until a first, you know, harvest until like June 1st. So, so we're way ahead as far as that goes. And I think we've got a good, you know, much better mix. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, we've got just greens right now, but then like coming down the pipe, we, we're going to have potatoes. We're going to have some carrots, tons of onions. Um, so green onions is another one that'll be, that we'll be harvesting. Um, and then I've got, you know, a nice big row of snow peas that's growing right now. Uh, we're going to be planting some green beans, some cucumbers. So there's a lot to come, you know. So I'm just kind of holding out and banking on, uh, you know, just trusting the process and trusting the planning that we've done so far and uh, really just kind of keeping things rolling from here. So, you know, what we'll do today, um, kind of what I've got on slate at least, is to uh, harvest lettuce that needs to... Uh, that needs to go before it starts getting bitter. Uh, I had a, had a head of lettuce last night with dinner and it was the best head of lettuce I've ever had. <laughs> and I'm not just saying that just because I grew it. It was just a, uh, I don't know, it's almost like a more, I don't want to say wild flavor, but you just know that there's a difference between something that's homegrown versus the store grown stuff. And it's like, I don't care if it's the most professional greenhouse in the world, nothing can mimic like being grown in natural soil or or a soil that is more natural and has like biologicals in it so like with the lettuce you know I think a big difference is that uh, I it was you know seeded within a in a soil media that contained mycorrhizae which if you're familiar with mycorrhizae it's beneficial fungus uh, forms a symbiotic relationship with plants roots and essentially uh, it takes carbs from the plant and in exchange it gives the plant nutrients that it can use so breaks down um, <clears throat> breaks down elements you know into more usable forms so makes nitrogen phosphorus potassium makes everything much more available and uh, and so I think that that's kind of the key to it um, and then really beyond that, the, uh, 
the only other thing that I can think that might make a big difference is just that we've it's been irrigated on almost nothing but rainwater so benefits of rainwater is that you know it's a uh, it's a little acidic so your rainwater is probably closer to like six to six and a half pH whereas your normal tap water is probably closer to like seven um, you know and probably even more like 7.2 which is not good for your plants uh, you know there's a lot of bicarbonates in city water so so with rainwater it's giving your plants you know water within a range a pH range that's more natural for it <clears throat> and beyond that uh, you know the pH range is important for a couple of reasons but mainly for the uptake of nutrition so uh, most plants need you know need ph to be between about five and a half to six and a half and that is the optimal range where all of the nutrients are you know readily available to the plant so so that's a huge deal too uh rain also contains uh nitrates which is just nitrogen that's av immediately available to the plant um, it's also going to contain some sulfur which that's going to help drive down the ph um, also helps just with overall plant health so um, you know, been seeing really great results and, uh, you know, kind of hoping that the rain holds off for a little bit so that we can get some natural, um, and organic pesticides down, uh, start doing those, you know, more preventative measures as we're getting into the, the heat of the spring and the summer and, uh, really just got to anticipate, you know, see around corners and, uh, you know, nip problems in the butt before they, you know, start to take over your garden. So it's always good to, uh, you know, apply some of those pesticides before you're seeing action rather than seeing some bug bites on there because that means there's already a huge population there. So, um, well, I'm at work now and uh, I feel like we got a good little good little session in here today. But, um, you know, if you have any questions about like transplanting uh, or anything moving into your garden, uh, you know, through the spring and summer, feel free to drop me a line, call into the station if you're listening on Anchor. I'll be happy to... Uh, you know, throw you into a, a podcast that's coming up and, uh, you know, just do whatever I can do to help with your garden, um, throughout the season this year. So, uh, thanks for listening in. And as always, I appreciate it.